Hello and welcome to the Impact at Home podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you the very best professional learning to help you make an impact in your school. And um, we've got a special episode today, Finn. We have. Nice to see you again because we haven't seen each other for a while. We are post-fire break, so we, we are, are back in the office to do the podcast. Yeah, even though we're post-fire break, I do feel that there's a little bit of fire somewhere going yeah. on because, <laughs> because obviously yesterday... Um, the announcement came from Kirsty Williams. Uh, right, of course. Begun, yes. So, yes. Regarding the examinations yes. for so 2021. That is what our podcast is about today. Uh, the announcement from the Education Minister uh, for Wales about the cancellation of exams for GCSE, AS levels, and A levels. But we, we kind of, we, we spent two hours getting to this point. We have. We've gone round and round yeah. trying to get to the point about why we're doing a podcast today yeah. on the announcement. And I think it's really important that that we've gone through that journey because I think yeah. it's been quite an emotive 24 hours. Quite emotional. Well, it's yeah. been an emotional 24 hours, but it's been it's been a real challenge to get to this point and say, right, we're ready to do this now, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, what are we, well, we're practically lunchtime and yeah. we've been all morning yeah, preparing talking. for this, talking about it, discussing, having hot chocolate and coffee yeah, while I think, we do it. I think it was more to do with the purpose and the point that yeah. we wanted to make within yeah. the podcast rather than just, you know, going Why through doing this? All, the, all the reasons mm. that have, have come from the decision yesterday mm. that I think it's important that we made sense yeah. from our perspective what what's the point in having the podcast and I think you know we know that this whole situation is highly emotive you know there's there's an awful lot at stake here mm. there's we're not just talking about you know the children and uh, the young people and their next step in life and how they're prepared for that but we're also talking about uh, you know their families uh, the emotions that are involved with that but also teachers and how they're preparing those those pupils for the next step in their life and the emotions that those teachers are feeling the responsibility that is placed on them and you know how they feel about that responsibility there is an awful lot at stake and it is all very emotional because you know we are we are getting towards the winter solstice you know the weather outside at the moment is pretty dire and it, you know, everyone's feeling pretty um laden everything i think aren't they and and i think just coming out of the the lockdown the fire break coming into this autumn term i think we were all expecting this well this announcement is all of a sudden jumped up on us with everything else that's going on Mm -hmm. and knowing that year 10 and above have just gone back to school this week yeah and i'm speaking of a parent of somebody in we've got a child in year 10 yeah that you know it is highly emotive and i think i've got to try and separate myself today from the parent rental side yeah. to the professional side, yeah. the teacher in me. So I think yeah. the, the things we've got to unpick. So we've we've boiled this down to we feel that in any of any situation that is this emotive, that is this emotional, that is this uh, difficult, knowledge is power. Uh, and knowing mm. what what has been decided, what what information is set, mm. and what what isn't yet out there what isn't yet available that is important because in order to be prepared for what's going to be happening in the spring term you know we need the information and the understanding um, to 
make the right decisions when that time comes. So with our, our kind of rationale for doing this is that knowledge is power. But I think that the one thing that we've struggled to come to terms with today, because you know we're both quite analytic and I think mm. we both like an answer. I certainly like an answer. <laughs> and that's the one thing that we haven't been able to find. No. So I think it's that, that feeling of waiting for the announcement yesterday, thinking we might know well, we know what's going to happen. What's going to happen, but what we don't know, all these other uncertainties that have now we have uh, cropped up. Yeah, one set of uncertainties for a whole nother yeah. set of uncertainties, yeah. but, and that's but, that's what's difficult. Because you're absolutely right that usually what we do is we talk about what we know, what we don't know, maybe our interpretation mm. of it. But we're always, you know, when we're analysing things, when we're analysing things like Eston reports or. Um, announcements from Welsh Government or you know the curriculum guidance that came out it was a question of you know sifting through digging down finding the focus looking at you know well what's the nub of this but this is why we have been so frustrated with this because actually we haven't been able to do that have we? No because it's you know there are very few facts yeah and I think there's operational things that are missing that we need to yeah. that we need more clarity on i think that that's the frustrating part for me i think is that every you're reading one statement and then that's raised three or four questions questions it's just raised more questions and i think but to put it in perspective as well i think it's you know i wouldn't want to be in in the education minister's shoes i think whatever decision was made it's a very very difficult one and we can't predict no. where we're going to be with covid come christmas no matter no. Um, in the summer so whatever de decision you know is being made it has to be a compromise yeah. um whatever decision is made is not going to suit everybody no. um even if we had exams there will be people yeah. that wouldn't be happy with that but i think we've got to recognize that and i think what is commendable is that her focus is on our learners and their needs yes yeah. first I mean, and she's, foremost she's been really really clear clear about her two um, her two foci for this you watch the two things that she feels are really important the first one is fairness and assessment and the second yeah. one is ensuring learners have the knowledge skills and experience to progress to the next stage and I think you know that that's yeah. reflecting her maximizing time for learning and absolutely you know her intentions are yeah absolutely where every teacher every parent every child yeah. every young person would want them to be I don't and think anyone's really important I don't think anyone could disagree no no I, no absolutely not and you know we well when we spoke to her back in I can't remember when it was now it was end of September beginning of October was that's it? right it feels like a you long know, time ago but we we recognize that who would want the job that she's got at the moment she's she's had to make a series of life-changing mm. decisions that have been you know based on incomplete information and you know um very difficult um decision making based on well you know a, a very uncertain future and it, it must be impossible to mm. to get it right every time but you know with that in mind we are now going to talk about um what we do know yeah I mean, the, I think the first thing is that we know exams are cancelled, as you mentioned at the beginning, mm. and they're going to be replaced by teacher managed assessments. And that, that's the, the, the phrase that, yeah. that Kirsty has introduced, teacher managed assessments. And, and to just clarify that, it says assessments that will be externally set and marked, but delivered within a classroom environment under teacher supervision. 
We also know that teachers will have the flexibility to, to decide when best to undertake them within the context of results timelines. So there's, there's quite a bit of information in there. So this, this teacher managed assessments, um, the kinds of things that we could speculate, uh, I think we're not going yeah. to because it, at this stage, there are lots of questions, lots of um, statements, lots of, um, you know, just to give you a, a flavor of what we've done. I watched the Senate yesterday, her, um, her announcement, the Senate and the, uh, the, um, the members of the Senate's questions to her and her responses that were uh, certain parts of it I watched multiple times. Jane and I then we both sat down and we watched certain elements of that multiple times and we discussed what that might mean or what this might mean. Rewind, re-listen. Oh gosh, yes. But the, 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 the bottom line is with all of this is that if there, if there isn't a clear answer out there, then it, there really probably isn't much point in mm. speculating because it's okay. like like you were saying earlier on, Jane, it's just going to fan the flames and that's not helpful. No, it's not. And I, and I know there will have been conversations in schools today um, about the announcement yesterday, mm. even yesterday afternoon. And I really felt for teachers oh, gosh, who yes. were teaching, I, I think I messaged you yesterday, yeah. teachers who had year 10, 11, 12 and 13, 13 yesterday afternoon. Yeah. That must have been a very difficult yeah. a difficult time so we, we're in a situation where there's an awful lot of um, challenge for teachers talking to pupils about this because they're thinking about things like what what will these assessments actually may, be made up of you know what what will they look like how many of them will will there be will there be uh, a range of them from which you can choose how long will yeah. they be will they be you know just 45 minutes 50 minutes an hour I you know we don't and, know and how much information will teachers have prior to sitting and I think to, prior to the to, sitting to of the, the, actual actual the assessments and how much flexibility will there be in in choosing different elements yeah of, of those and I think it's again it's speculation and it's not helpful no so you know we, we don't know at the moment how much a teacher will know before that assessment is actually sat in the class so how much time and information that mm. teacher will have to prepare pupils for a specific assessment and because we don't know any of that it, there isn't a great deal of point in talking about well how will that be managed or what will it look like or you know um what the implications for teachers are because we don't know enough to even discuss it it, it might be worth coming back to that when there are further where there's further it guidelines will be where it will be when there is I'll put that in the, that one in the diary it will be and, but what we do know on, on in on one part of that is that yes exams are cancelled with and teacher managed assessments are replacing them but we also know that it's going to form the basis for center-based outcomes so we know there's going to be something extra and I think it's worth reiterating that that there are two terms now being discuss we've got firstly we've got these teacher managed assessments we've also got center-based outcomes now mm. they are two different things so we've got the teacher managed assessments which seem to be these uh, assessments that happen within the class that are supposed to as closely replicate exams as possible you know the kind of controlled assessment format but then we've got these center-based outcomes which are supposed to, or our, our inference is that they are closely related to the centre assessed grades mm. that we saw this um, exam season. But 
um, Kirsty Williams said um, that she's keen to learn from the experience of the exam seasons of 2020 with the Centre Assess Grades. So these centre-based outcomes, we, we know nothing about. Well, them. it's a very grey area, isn't it? We know there's something. I'd say, yeah, I, I don't know what colour to call no, that, no. but we just don't know anything about them at all. We All that we know is that the thing that they are most closely aligned to is what happened this this time round, yeah. which was the centre assessed grades. But, you know, actually what they are, what weighting, mm. you know, we know teachers are going to be doing them, but, you know, what what's the... What is this outcome element yeah. of that? We don't know that. But, but we do know that within her statement yesterday that the focus is will, will be on using well understood processes. Absolutely. I mean, she reiterated that mm -hmm. in the Senate a couple of times that the, this is not going to be anything entirely new. And this is her intention, of course. You know, we need to remind ourselves that this is her intention. The reality of what this looks like in practice mm -hmm. It, it might feel a little bit different, but her intention is that this is not going to be uh, a new process. And one of the things that she mentioned that is about learning from last year was that something we know is that there's going to be a national approach to provide consistency across Wales for centre-based outcomes. And this is going to be focused on transparency and rigour so that universities and colleges fully understand uh, what this delineates in terms of the next stage in people's journey. I think she's also had conversations from, from reading the statement with university and college representatives that mm. that they're very clear on what's taking place this year, yeah. but also enabling our learners, particularly in the summer term, to be ready for that transition, yeah. to be ready for whatever stage in the journey they're going. So it's not just focusing on these, these yeah. school assessments, well, centre-based assessments. That, that's the other thing that, um, that we mentioned uh, that was mentioned that we haven't discussed yet was that with her kind of two based uh, um, focus, which is fairness and assessment, mm. but also ensuring learners have knowledge and skills and experience to progress to the next stage. Yeah. And she was talking about that universities and colleges, they want learners to have actually completed the course and be in a situation where they've had the learning that they need in order to, yeah. to do that next stage. So she's looking at having more learning in the summer term. So traditionally where you would expect exams to be taking place, study leave to happen, and then pupils to be actually their study leave to, to, to leave school before the end of term. They're actually, it sounds like that they're going to be staying to the end of the term, July the 20th it's or whatever it is. maximizing that time for learning. I think that was yeah. the key thing. Yeah. From, from, you know. Yeah, and, and I think that, because we we do know that that is going to happen or that is the intention for it to happen but we don't know um you know enough about the center let me just get the terminology right now the center-based outcomes. outcomes we don't know enough about them to know when they're happening we don't yeah. know whether they're going to be happening during that summer term or whether there's going to be How other things work, happening even. yeah so we don't know in that summer term whether that's going to be purely finishing courses making sure they're ready for the mm. next stage maybe preparing for their next qualification you know we don't know that that's going to be the case mm. because the center-based outcomes are still so um yeah. well they're just a title at the moment and, and i think that's you know the the role of of where um she's put together a design and delivery working group yeah. that's been established. I think you mentioned that they meet, started to meet this week where they've got representatives from schools, colleges, Qual Wales, WJC. Sorry, can we just qualify that? Just be really, really specific. School leaders, college leaders, 
Paul's Wells okay. and WJC, because there was there was very much a uh, a sort of focus on um, well we're going to do this with the profession much like you know teachers are going to be involved in this much like curriculum for Wales but it, you know she's been clear on that and you know where we've got a fact let's talk about it school leaders college leaders so yeah and I think they're going to focus on the moderation process as as their their main yeah. um, element but they're also going to look at assessment complaints and appeals process um, but I know they that by the end of December they're going to make some sort of announcement on policy direction so that come January there should be some further detail out on the implementation Yes. Schools. So as it stands currently, policy direction, generally speaking, doesn't give a lot of practical or operational details. It just tells you uh, what they're thinking about and what their focus is and why they have made some of the decisions they have made, but not necessarily sharing the actual nitty gritty of the decisions. But we are going to get more information at the end of December. But schools um, will receive the... Um, what do they say? The, the guidance and the supporting materials were going to be available at the start of the spring term. And that's what it said. There was no more detail on it than that. So that teacher managed assessments can actually take place in the latter part of the spring term. And I know she mentioned in the Senate yesterday that, that the tra training and supporting materials, you know, this is where WJC and the middle tier, consortia, um, they've got a role to play as well. I'm sure we'll hear more about that. But as we're talking dates, we have some sort of, you know, um, broad dates mm. for when this is going to happen. But we haven't got any dates at all for the centre based outcomes. The, the other element of this, you know, we just don't know anything yeah. about that one. I think it's very much Covid dependent, really, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Whatever happens with that sort of timetable, whether we're in vibrate lockdowns again or. Well, absolutely. Know, and, where, and where we go. So you know, because it, it around... is very difficult to pinpoint dates down, although they were talking, I know we're talking about GCSEs and mm. A-levels, vocational qualifications, again, are another element. They're going ahead, um, practical subjects as, as much as possible. With, they are keeping that under review. Yeah. They, they're going ahead, but keeping it under review because of course, the vocational qualifications, uh, they have different exam boards and different regulators. Yeah. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not Wales specific, yeah. a lot of them, and they, they've yeah. got practical, skills that need to be demonstrated yeah. but i think there's it'll be interesting to see what what decision england do finally make whether they they stick with you know their exam season staying as it is but shifting three weeks later we know that there's, there's a different decision being made in scotland but and i'm sure the the design and delivery working group and, and qual wales will be looking at yeah. making sure that these qualifications are still transferable across the border as they did do for yeah um, the year group that have just gone through yeah and i know that there's discussion about the fact that well you know the scotland wales northern Ireland, they're all still they are all um already mm. different uh, to what happens in england and universities are used to uh taking different qualifications yes. from different places in order to uh allocate places but i think that this again it's just going back to the fact that there's so much up in the air I, it's too I think much speculation. There is too much the speculation. The, the, you know, this is not our normal um, analysis style uh, podcast because we just 
can't give anything that's of any yeah. I don't, anything I don't more like than not having being, answers I like oh. to know where I'm going and how I'm going to get there and that's what's missing it's the how yeah and well the how has been missing from not just this there are hows missing elsewhere as well but I think if if we were going to give any advice to teachers out if if I personally was going to give any advice to teachers out there at the moment I would say just just pop some blinkers on and try not yeah. to think about it because there really is there's nothing you there's can do. nothing that can no. be done at the moment in in mm. terms of preparing until there's further information and unfortunately because of the amount of work that obviously needs to be done in the background in order mm. to get ready for this that's not going to appear in any real sense until january yeah so it's just holding nerve. yeah keep doing the awesome things yes that you're already doing absolutely keep we're on with that yeah. effective instruction keep focusing on learners uh, learning and recovering from the effects of COVID. Keep focusing on learning loss and keep keep doing the amazing mm. job that you have done throughout this. It's, it always makes amazes me that every time we talk about assessment, it's always the most emotive yeah. subject that we can always talk you about. And I do love a bit of assessment. Yeah, but I used to get quite excited about it to be yeah. honest. But unusually, in in this kind of situation, I. I I felt quite angry yeah, and it, I don't think it's an anger that's that's expressed at um you know the decision that's been made no. far from it or the um the information that's been shared far from it it's it's much more about um the situation that just the it whole was the frustration situation. I think that was the word yeah. we used this morning yeah frustrated because I love an answer yeah. and I haven't got one well I think all teachers like knowing the answer I mean that's kind of the point of teaching isn't it knowing the answer and being able to share that answer yeah. and that's all we want to do is we just yeah. want to know what the answer yeah. is and then share it with everybody but, but, but right down we're sorry but we we actually can't yeah so on a positive can we find a positive today well it's keep yeah. doing what you're it doing because you it are is. doing an amazing job and I think you know what what is really important in all of this is that uh, we focus on getting through this yeah because you know the the positive news about the vaccine that is that is some positive that, that news. is you true know, it's being held at the moment in in kind of um a sort of um cautious optimism isn't it it's not oh this is going to yeah. change everything but i have heard that you know things could look very very different in the spring and mm -hmm. uh, you know that that's yeah. kind of a nice thing to but we can't up, we it? can't just hold things because it might be different in the spring no, we've got no. to look for you well know, the decision has been made the decision yeah. has been made and that's the positive isn't yeah. it? yeah and i think you know no doubt at some point we will have the details that are currently missing mm -hmm. so it doesn't make sense right now to speculate about things that we don't know enough about to even yeah. you know have that speculation yeah. So there we go. I'm sure we'll do some more assessment. We've got assessment high on the agenda for the next couple of months. Lots of exciting things to, to come on assessment. But this is on the back of our other podcast that came out today um, with the fabulous Daisy Christodoulou. Yes. So we've got listen. another very exciting guest coming up. The, oh, oh, it's more oh, assessment. Really, yeah, more assessment and really high calibre uh, discussion that's going to be. So uh, keep listening. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. You can find us online at www.impact.wales. You can also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Impact Wales. On Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales. And on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.